0: Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. Yes, I am Tony Payne. And in today's episode, I will be talking about establishing a successful NFT marketplace in Web3. I'm actually very curious about what goes on behind the scenes when you want to bring a marketplace into NFTs, especially if you have been in the traditional art world for some time. How do you merge into this new domain called Web3. And with me today, I have two wonderful ladies um, with Picture This. They work for Picture This. Um, Yogi, she is the chief metaverse officer. I want to ask what chief, oh, chief metaverse officer is. But before we get into that, we also have Zeynep, who is the head of growth at Picture This. And they will be kind of filling us in. Um, on what it takes to build a successful or and establish a successful marketplace in web 3 if you have been in the traditional um, arts so welcome um ladies how are you Thank you
1: honey thank you this is so great to finally be at your show so thank you so much for having us yes um, my,
0: my pleasure completely my pleasure thanks for thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well I can I can kick it off. Um if that's okay with you. So this is Yes, of course. Um
0: I, I was curious to know what I know we have all these new titles. Um what is a chief chief metaverse of I know what a head of growth does. What does a chief metaverse officer do?
1: It's a it's a good, good question. I sometimes also ask that to myself, but <laughs> I can maybe I can maybe first start off um introducing you what we do and then i think it's gonna kind of explain itself the title so first of all we have a little bit more like a dual business model so we're not only an nft storefront um we're actually also selling fine art pieces posters so on and so forth and when it comes to nfts um you know we're playing the long game so we did created our um, NFT storefront, so to say, I wouldn't call it a marketplace because we don't allow our um, collectors to trade their NFTs, but they can definitely explore new collections and buy them. And we also created this custodial wallet setup for them. So if they're a traditional collector, they don't have to, um, if they don't have any, you know, digital wallets, so they can just um, use our custodial wallet setup. Or if they have a metamask, perfect, they can just buy the, Assets um, by connecting um, their metamask. Um, so, when it comes to my title, um, that's mm-hmm. a good title. So, I created this new venture within Picture This um, early this year, and um, the role um, really um, um, requires me to basically establish the, um, the, the business model. Um, so, you know, where do you start? It's basically to understand the brand promise. So what picture this stands for and then which market do we like to focus on? And what are those key players in that market? And do we have enough resources to build our own platform or do we want to partner up with other platforms? So basically when it comes to my role and what it's, um, requires me to do so it's basically everything from business development to finding the right partners to onboard on setting up the community structure um onboarding um you know um great um names that can help us actually um along the way and most mm-hmm. importantly i'm so 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 happy to onboard these two fantastic ladies that i'm working with it's zeynep and joy joy is the one who is um running our community and uh, we have Zeynep now looking into um, certain partnerships and growth areas for our business. And also we have so many ambassadors recently joined us mm-hmm. and it feels like the team is run by, I mean, it feels like it's it run by a bigger team than actually three ladies <laughs> <behind the laughs> scenes with our ambassadors and community. So, yeah. Um. so that's oh wow long answer for just I'm I'm, I'm actually you're fine you know it's it's interesting that your um
0: answer kind of kind of tapped into something that I have been thinking about for some time and which is how do you onboard or bring in traditional collectors who don't want a wallet you know Mm -hmm. who don't have a wallet who are resistant to having a wallet or just being in you know, the Web3 space altogether, but they actually like the art piece. Mm-hmm. How do you onboard them without onboarding them? <laughs> because if you don't have a wallet, are you really onboarded? How do you bring them gradually into um Web3? And it seems like you um are doing that with Pictureless because you said you set up a custodial wallet, right? So how does yeah. that work? When you set up a custodial wallet, how does, do they pay into that wallet? How does that whole setup work? Yeah,
1: yeah well it, i i think the question i mean the, the, the first few months so we launched the business in january right mm-hmm. so, and the first few months was not super glamorous for us so all the um the things that we thought that we have to do like all the yeah. small launches that we did were, were not really um like exciting so mm-hmm. to say but it's like the hygiene stuff that we have to do mm-hmm. so we i mean we're coming with Um, photography, traditional art background, right? Most of the team. So the founders are the ones who actually established the world's largest photography museum. Mm -hmm. And one of them is actually also set up the um, Nordic's biggest photography fair. We have also um, Berlin Photo Week's founders in our team. So for us, everything started from what we know of, and that's That's our, you know, that's the collector base. That's the artists and their needs because we've been working with them for so many years. So this is something that um, we can relate to and we can understand. So Mm -hmm. that was the starting point. So what is their life look like and what, how do they buy an artwork? How do they collect it? How do they want to display display it? And Mm -hmm. then how can we cater to those needs um, within the given business setup that we have? So... Um, so that's why we wanted to do everything on their pace. That's okay. why we actually spend more time to to create these different options uh, in our platform. So, um, and when it comes to the, the purchase cycle, so first, if they are using like Google or if they're using, you know, Meta, Facebook or whatever they use, so they can just simply connect their account. And then um, when it comes to the checkout, and you should... Please just you don't have to buy anything, just give it a go. It's really mm-hmm. gonna take you like maybe two minutes. Um yeah. to complete a purchase with your by connecting your um email, let's say, and then um we're basically hosting the asset for them until they actually open up their own um, um digital wallet if they want to. And then that course, we also send them like tutorials too when it comes I to I agree. Money. Yeah. I
2: completely agree with Iggy and you know the the main thing is uh, to make it um, to make our platform as easily user friendly, accessible uh, mm-hmm. to as many um, as many of our um, our visitors as possible. And you know, with Web three, it's a different uh, as you may know. It's a different community. It's a different it is. strategy. It's a different collector base. It's a different. Mm-hmm. You need different marketing. Uh, channels and it's it's a diff it's a whole new world. That's why you know the translation here is a lot about really educating and cultivating the collector first. Because you know before you before you want a collector to uh, per- purchase something, you want them to understand what they're buying and to understand mm-hmm. why and to understand why they are uh, buying this as an NFT and not a physical artwork. So I think this is also very much to do with your initial question of um how uh, to grow a su- successful market marketplace within the nft world for traditional web2 companies or just traditional art companies i think it's very mm-hmm. important that they they understand the reasoning why they would like to do this make this step and the reason uh, the reasoning is different to many and because of all the all the different possibilities the blockchain technology enables uh different marketplaces to do and a lot of um, you know things that were not possible before are now possible and more yeah. um, more democratic um more um, more uh, less boundaries and it's more um, it's easier it's more transparent uh, and a lot of things uh, can be done very easily um, so I think it's a um, it's a state of understanding that is first needed uh, towards the, the traditional collector and what picture this does actually is not only translates towards the collector it also translates towards the, the artist because a lot of the artists that we're onboarding at the moment really don't have a, um, a much of a notion of what an NFT is or mm-hmm. why their work should be fit towards NFTs and just to make it clear, we do not just transition all the works, take a heap of artists and transition all the works onto NFT. We actually go through, we have a huge artistic team and they're very strong. Uh, and, um, basically what we do is we go through each artist. We look at the stories behind, we look at the ideology behind the artworks and the creation. And mm-hmm. then we decide whether this artwork would be, um, would have a future within NFT. Or not, or whether it should stay for the while where it is, or should be transitioned. So this is a very long A to Z process where you know our team is uh, completely uh, you know looking at all aspects of uh, this uh, this journey and the future of the journey. So it's it's quite a long conversation actually. To um, it's it's a big world to get into for a company that isn't yet within the Web3. So, um, what my, I think our greatest advice would be to first cultivate themselves, uh, on, on actually the, the ins and outs and the possibilities that this new technology brings towards their own business.
0: Um, I think, um, Zeynep a answered a question that I just, um, I had. And it was, you know, when you have your already established collectors, um, and they buy an NFT. Are they also asking for a physical? But I think you kinda of touched on that with helping them understand that it is an NFT and not a physical. But do you ever have instances where they do say, of course, oh, "Okay, of where's course. the piece? Where is it of coming from?
2: <laughs> of course. And, you know, we, we we also have instances where uh, the collector does not want the physical piece, and they uh, they are literally only interested in owning the digital assets. So it depends, and it's a very case by case scenario, and it's very personal mm-hmm. because you know art art collecting is very personal as well. So yeah. to be a collector, you have your own uh, needs and uh, wants, and you have an expectation towards what you're doing. Some would like a great relationship with the artist and would like to be in contact with the artist long term. Some don't. Some like to, you know, collect uh, many works from the same market. It's very, it's, it's a case-by-case case scenario. And with with our collectors, we see a different range, a variety of, um, you know, wants. Um, and needs and a uh, reasoning behind thereby so you know it's um, of course there are collectors that want the physical piece and are more attracted towards the purchase when we offer a physical piece and i think that's where we stand as picture this because what we want to do is we want to consolidate the the photography market and you know you cannot it's not either or or it's not one or the other it's both because if you want something tangible that you can hold and you want to see it in your house, well, that's fair enough for you. Or if you just want the ownership, or uh, you want to see it through your screen, you want to display it on the screen, that's fair enough. It's not, I don't think one is right and the other is wrong. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Um, so you okay. mentioned, go ahead. No, okay, no, I was just going to say, I think um, coming back to the physical pieces and do we need to attach it or not? Uh, when we are uh, promoting a digital art or a rare digital asset. So I think um, this, and you were also back at the NFT NYC, Tony. So you also heard about the the topic of real-world utilities and perks. And and I feel like sometimes, I think we shouldn't really focus that much on the utility and we shouldn't maybe focus that much on the perks, like the side perks, because that takes away the attention sometimes. I don't, from I don't even art think,
0: art. I don't really think that has a place in um, art, art. I mean, like if you're in a oh. community or project, maybe, but with art, like I always say, I have never walked into... Um, a gallery or purchase any art piece and ask for utility so i i don't even entertain the idea of utility no. with art um in the first place but um you know i do understand that you know especially if your um market has been very much traditional and then you're moving into this new space there are going to be some certain expectations from collectors who are used to the old way of um yeah. Well, the, I will not call it the old way. It's still very relevant, the traditional way of doing things. Um, and how do you kind of just um, navigate that? But I wanted to ask, um, you know, um, Zaina mentioned something about um, determining the future of, you know, when you onboard artists or bring um, an artist on board, determining the future. How do you determine that? How do you know? um that this is, with nfts it's it can be very dicey um how do you know this artist is an artist that would be or this artwork or you know this creator somebody that you know five years down the line they will still be very relevant
2: well it's not so much about the we don't want to guarantee the relevance because we don't really uh look at the the artworks uh as a as a one-shot guarantee, whether it's going to work, it's not going to work. If it's going to be a top hit, that's not really our concern. Our concern here is mm-hmm. actually the, the depth, the oh, story, no. the context, the context of uh, what the artwork is and whether the artist first, the first thing is the artist uh, needs to be open to, uh, and courageous and uh, also vulnerable uh, enough to be able to uh, step in to a new technology and a new world where, you know, it's, it, you know, there's lots of talk around. I'm sure all the artists are hearing about, you know, the, the NFTs. Uh, you know, it's going up, it's going down. Some are being sold out. Some aren't. It's so yeah. much to, it's, it's very personal and it's about the artists being willing or not willing. That's the first thing we, we decide because, um, Actually, we've had such uh, instances where we're speaking to an artist where, you know, me and Iggy were uh, starting the, the, the meeting and we're like, okay, this is going to be a tough one. It's a great artist. He won't be, he'll be a tough cookie. It won't be easy, but actually no. You know, they're very much open. They're very trustworthy towards mm-hmm. our, our strategy and what we're going to do. And they're putting on ideas. They're learning into it. They're willing to learn. So I think it's a lot about the attitude as well. And then when it comes to the story and when it comes to the, the underlying of the work, um, I think, uh, it's, it's, it's very much to do with connecting, uh, connecting the reasoning of, uh, the artist towards the reasoning of why this artist would persevere and would um, actually, um, you know, bloom within this uh, new marketplace and which which communities they could speak to and what they could do further to kind of um, create their secondary, third, fourth drops. And it's mm-hmm. all a matter of creating the story as it goes. Case by case, it's very, very personal. And in Picture This, I think the biggest difference we have from a lot of this other platforms and a lot of other photography platforms as well is that we take each drop as if, you know, we're curating a museum show. It's, it's, a, it's a very complex process, and we really give absolute importance to it being done right. Like, we, we, we aren't ones to, you know, just, okay, publish something, even if it's half uh half there we want every detail to be correct and right, so we give a lot of importance to the planning the structure and the the context it being represented uh in this in the right sense and um, you know agreeing um with the artist that they're comfortable in every step and it's really it's 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 a it's a process uh, it's a very thorough process that we go through um i I find it very similar to you know creating a big blockbuster show because there, it's also a lot of uh, planning beforehand, afterwards, second show. Uh, it, it's a lot. It's a, I think it's a very exciting process, actually.
0: Um, yeah. So awesome. What do you think has worked best for Picture This so far, um, navigating the Web3 space?
2: Personally, I would say. I'm sorry if I'm speaking too much. Indy warned me.
1: Indy <laughs> uh, uh, no, is yeah.
0: like, well, oh, can you just wait? Let me answer this one. <laughs> no,
2: go ahead. I think she's that, not okay. in for module. so. No, not I, so so. so I, I would say, I would say the best. Uh, the, what What we enjoy the most, I can I can speak for myself. What I enjoy the most is experimenting experimenting the photography genre with a lot of different um, mediums, a lot of different industry sectors. Now we're creating uh, a joint project that we just announced during NYC with the Sandbox. And we're using gamification to help the curation side. And, you know, just merging all these different technologies and using them to kind of... um, help each other and kind of benefit each other is very exciting and i feel like it's a it's a milestone in in the future of uh, photography arts all these experiments we're creating photography so with photography we're now uh, we have a an interesting project with generative art and photography so we're really looking into all different uh, possibilities when it comes to merging merging our artists and helping our artists uh, collaborate with
1: artists outside of their own genre. So I think this is the most exciting at the yeah, moment. Yeah, we were actually just having a meeting right before um, this show, Tony, um, mm-hmm. together with our ambassadors. We have an amazing group of ambassadors, and we were just discussing what more we can do uh, when it comes to this having this experimenting, you know, uh, th- that mindset. Um, you know, when it comes to how can we broaden the horizon of photography art, find meaningful collaborations with other art forms, you know, looking into exploring the intersection between with gaming together with sandbox. Now we have this amazing generative art project coming up. We've um, already launched our Christian Hauge project where we collaborate with amazing digital artists. So I think it's all about for us, innovation and having this mindset and how we can then push the boundaries when it comes to how you define an art form and, and then, you know, just make, you know, creating opportunities for the artists that we're working with as well. So I think I must say um, partnerships and, you know, collaboration and that spirit within Victory 3 is the best thing. Um, and that's, that's what something that makes me, um excited to go to work every day so to say.
0: Awesome. I, I love the fact that um you're hard focused on photography. Um no bias because I'm a photographer. Um yeah. but you know again photography I've said this a billion and one times um is the perfect marriage with NFTs. Um simply because you know for the longest time we know how photography um has been for the longest how do we attach providence how do we attach value to a photo and i think nft solves that and um watching you um you know come into the nft space as a photography based um not marketplace but store what would you what would you call it not if you don't call it a marketplace what would you call it
1: We can call our business. We're definitely um, um, a photography-based company. So that's where that's where our core business is. And when it comes to that, we're a photography marketplace. So where we have fine art posters, Mm -hmm. NFT cultural magazine. So I think we can definitely call it as a photography. Marketplace in the sense of, but not an NFT marketplace, so to say.
2: Okay, although got we, it. We don't, yeah, we do. Yeah, we although we don't have secondary sales on our platform, no. and uh, of course, when you look at it that way, you can uh, say it's a storefront.
0: A storefront. Got it. Okay, perfect. And I have the perfect. Picture in my head. Picture this in my head. (laughs) I have to. It wouldn't be complete if I didn't crack one of my jokes. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Um, so we're approaching um the the end of the show, but I wanted to ask one more question before um you ladies um you know go off into the metaverse. Um, what are some of the challenges that you have faced, and how have you been tackling these challenges?
1: Yeah, I can, I can maybe start answering that. Okay. Uh, so obviously now we all know the, 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 current situation and there are so many discussions going on, you know, what, whether it's a crypto winter or whether it's a bear market, what's happening. And we were actually just discussing this together with Jamie Burke. I don't know if you guys know each other, but he's, he's this great entrepreneur and a VC. He's running this outlier venture uh-huh. and. I've, and I also asked the question to him, like what, because he's been investing in so many startups every year. So I asked him, you know, what are the the few key challenges that you see that the other startups within the, tree, the other founders are facing at the moment? And it's all more or less same stories always. So I think we all face the situation now. I mean, there's definitely a diminished appetite when it comes to um, from the collectors' perspective. I mean, no yeah. one. Has- really looking into investing in new projects and um, so for us as the business owners we have to do some you know um um, look into some hard decisions whether we're going to protect and expand our core business or we're going to look into unleashing new growth opportunities that are close to our core business but for a while maybe we're not going to focus too much on the nft drop so that what that means for us is when it comes to adjacent businesses. So can it be like advisor services together with banks, private felt departments? So can it be advisor services towards art fairs uh, and the, the, you know, more the B2B side? So these are also some of the things that we're looking into. Yeah. And I think this just, this just shows our resilience and the fact that, you know, we're playing a long game.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I I, I think, um, you know, if you had come in around November um, last year or maybe September last year, the, the case would have been a little bit more friendly. But I get it. The bear market is the time to build, they say. And I, I honestly totally believe it because it's going to filter out a lot of things. It's going to filter yeah. out. The people that are here to build long term and the people that are here to, you know, just, oh, well, I thought there was money in here. Now there's not. Okay. I'm leaving. So, um, I think wintering, weathering the storm, <laughs> okay. um, is a very, um, good idea and doing something productive while weathering the storm is a very good idea. Um, Thank you so much, ladies, for Thank coming you. on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, it's been a great conversation. And I really love the fact that, you know, I have a clearer picture of picture that's in my head and what you're trying to achieve. And, you know, we need to revisit this conversation again in a couple of months just to kind of see your growth and see where you are in, um, oh, a, few, in a few months from now. I'd I'd love to see that. I'd love to see, um you know, where you take this.
1: No, yeah, I would love Perfect.
0: to come back. Thank you awesome. so much, This was great. Thank you. Thank you, Zainab. Thank you, Ilgi. Thank oh, you. I, Thank I you so much. It. Thank you. All right. So that is going to be it for today's episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. Um, I will put the socials of Picture This, um, Ilgi and Zainab in the show notes if you want to reach out to them and find out more you can again don't forget to follow us on our socials don't forget to hop into the champion or social club discord and do not especially forget to subscribe leave us a review let us know how we are doing and thank you so much to our listeners you are the ones that carry this show. I know we're always top this, top that, top podcasts of NFTs. And that is because of you. I'm just the yapper that likes to yap my mouth. You're the listeners to keep this show going. Um, Thank you so
2: much. And I will again, catch you on the blockchain. Bye.